Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Teenage Catholic Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew, and unfortunately, Brendan could not make it to be with us today as he is sick. Please keep him in your prayers. Due to Brendan's absence, we're going to make this episode a bit lighter, and we're going to have a bit of fun with it. As you may know, Brendan and I have great respect for the Summa Theologica, and it's turned into somewhat of a joke on this channel about how we're going to buy a copy and read it cover to cover one day. So, unfortunately, while that might not actually happen, we are going to read some excerpts from the Summa today. However, there's a twist. These excerpts from the Summa are totally fake and were made as jokes, so please don't take this seriously at all. Credit for these go out to people all over the internet. I found a lot of these on the Discord server Servus Day, which I will put a link to in the description. It's a Catholic Discord server. It's a great community for online Catholics. So... With that being said, we're going to get this started with the controversial topic. As discussed by St. Thomas Aquinas himself, is it gay to kiss the homies goodnight? Objection 1. It seems that kissing the homies is indeed gay, as the contemporary meaning in kissing revolves around romantic affection. The people of the world are largely under the influence of society which advertises this meaning of kissing. As the church is truly against homosexuality, thus, kissing with the homies is indeed gay. Objection number 2. As kissing is a bad act when done under homosexuality or general adultery, the negative consequences of damnation occur. As it was written in the scriptures, Judas the betrayer kissed our Lord, which resulted in the suffering of the passion. Thus, kissing the homies is not only gay, but a negative act. On the contrary, the gospel writes, For every creature of God is good, and nothing is to be rejected which is to be received with thanksgiving. Thus, a kiss by anyone cannot be rejected and is not inherently gay nor bad. I answer that, there is not one sole way that a kiss is meant to be taken. As a handshake may have different meanings, so does a kiss, even unto men. Further, a kiss by any fellow child of God may be received in love and truth, not romance. Reply to Objection 1. As stated in my response, the meaning of a kiss is given in multiple forms. Therefore, if a homie kisses a fellow with the meaning of love and not romance, and the receiver of the kiss understands this and acts not in romance, then the kissing of the homies is in fact not gay. Reply to Objection 2. The passion of our Lord was a necessity of our salvation, and nothing of our acts may change this, as well as the kiss of betrayal. However, the results of the kiss that lead to sin shall result in the loss of grace from our Lord, and thus the loss of salvation as stated in the end of Objection 2. So, it seems that St. Thomas Aquinas is saying that it is not actually gay to kiss the homies goodnight. Please remember guys, this is totally satirical. On to the next article, as to whether or not all Thomists are geniuses. Objection 1. It appears that not all Thomists are geniuses, for it is written in I can do all things through him who strengthens me, found in Philippians 4.13. Thus, it is clear that one does not need to be a Thomist to be a genius. Objection 2. It is clear that many Thomists fail to be geniuses. This is made manifest by clear mistakes and argumentative errors in their works. Hence, not all Thomists are geniuses. Objection 3. Not all Thomists are geniuses. A Thomist can be said to be a genius in two ways. One way is to be a genius in their own individual capacities. The other way is in accordance with their faithfulness to the angelic doctor. In the second way, it is clear that many Thomists fail to be faithful to Aquinas and hence are not geniuses. On the contrary, it is written, Because philosophy arises from awe, a philosopher is bound in his way to be a lover of myths and poetic fables. Poets and philosophers are alike in being big with wonder. St. Thomas Aquinas I answer that, Thomism is based. Now, it is clear that whatsoever is based is predicated off ingenuity. 
Thus, what is included within the constituent parts of Thomism must be based as the characteristics of the whole communicate to the parts. Therefore, all Thomists must be based. If all Thomists are based, then all Thomists are clearly geniuses. Reply to Objection 1. Here we must make it clear that to be a Thomist is a sufficient but unnecessary condition for ingenuity. For though it is clear that all Thomists are geniuses, one need not be a Thomist to be a genius. Reply to Objection 2. If a Thomist fails in being a genius in virtue of committing an egregious mistake, it follows that they were never a Thomist, for Thomists do not commit egregious mistakes. Reply to Objection 3. It is clear that those who are unfaithful to Aquinas fail to be a Thomist. Hence, only those faithful to Aquinas can properly be predicated as a Thomist. <laughs> well, I mean, after reading this, it seems that all Thomists are, in fact, geniuses. I think that Father Gregory Pine would be glad to hear that. We have one more entry to read, and we're going to see what Thomas Aquinas has to say about whether or not it is licit for a Catholic to engage in a state of being commonly referred to as, quote, beast mode. Objection 1. It would seem that it is not licit for a Catholic to go, quote, beast mode, as this typically implies a state of heightened aggression, physical dominance, and an extreme focus on individual strength and prowess. However, such a state of being goes against the Christian virtues of humility, meekness, and the pursuit of peace. Thus, it would be contrary to the moral teachings of Catholicism. Objection 2. Additionally, the concept of, quote, beast mode often involves excessive or extreme behavior, which may lead to harm to oneself or others. This contradicts the Catholic principle of temperance, which advocates for moderation and self-control. Engaging in, quote, beast mode could potentially lead to actions driven by unchecked passions, endangering the well-being and moral integrity of the individual and those around them. On the contrary, it is important to consider that the term, quote, beast mode, may have different meanings and interpretations. In some contexts, it could be referring to a mindset of determination, focus, and perseverance, akin to the attitude of an athlete striving for excellence. Within this framework, it could be argued that engaging in, quote, beast mode is not inherently contrary to Catholic moral principles. I answer that the morality of going, quote, beast mode for a Catholic depends on the attention, action, and consequences involved. Going, quote, beast mode could be considered licit when understood as a mindset characterized by intense concentration, discipline, and a commitment to achieving a specific goal or purpose. In this case, it can be seen as an expression of using one's God-given talents and abilities to their fullest potential, provided it aligns with moral values. However, caution must be exercised to ensure that going, quote, beast mode does not lead to sinful or immoral behavior. The Catholic moral framework emphasizes the pursuit of virtue, love for one's neighbor, and respect for the dignity of oneself and others. If going, quote, beast mode involves acts that are contrary to these principles, such as aggression, dishonesty, or disregard for the well-being of others, then it would be morally unacceptable for a Catholic to engage in such behavior. Furthermore, the Catholic Church teaches that a balanced approach to life is essential, avoiding excess and cultivating virtues such as temperance, humility, and self-control. If going, quote, beast mode leads to a neglect of these virtues or an obsession with physical or material gains at the expense of spiritual growth and moral well-being, it would be contrary to the Catholic understanding of what a balanced and virtuous life is. In conclusion, whether it is licit for a Catholic to go, quote, beast mode, depends on the specific context, intentions, actions, and consequences involved. While a mindset of intense focus and commitment can be compatible with Catholic moral principles, it must always be guided by virtue, love, and respect for oneself and others. A Catholic should discern carefully and strive to maintain a balance between achieving personal goals and the pursuit of spiritual growth and moral integrity. Well, there you heard it from St. Thomas Aquinas. What he thought about, 
whether or not it's gay to kiss the homies goodnight, whether or not all Thomists are geniuses, and whether or not it is illicit for a Catholic to go beast mode. Let us know in the comments what you guys think about this. That brings us to the conclusion of this episode, reading fake Summa Theologica articles. Make sure that you like and subscribe, hit that bell for notifications, share it with your friends, share it with your teachers, share it with everybody that you know. All the YouTube stuff that you do really helps us get out into the algorithm and we can really use it as we're trying to grow this channel. Remember that you can also find us on Spotify and I believe also on Google Podcasts if I'm not mistaken. Exciting news, we also are going to attempt to move to Apple Podcasts as soon as possible. So yeah, those are some, those are some channel updates for us and where we hope to be going. Thank you all for your support. And that's all I have for today. I'm Matthew. God bless.